Yo, do me a favor real quick if you're listening to this podcast. Which you uh, are. You're obviously listening to this podcast. Do you think they're listening to the podcast right now? They're still listening. (laughs) Yeah, I guess they're listening, yeah. We really need you to subscribe. Wherever you're listening, hit the subscribe button. Definitely make sure you're subscribed. We've got merch now. What, shirts and pins and stickers and stuff? Yeah, on the website. Go to our website, yfbspod.com. Just do it. Just do it. That would be a good slogan for something. we should make a shirt. Okay. The other way you know that Madonna's not good, she exists. Her fans all like her worst songs. This is something that I notice a lot. When an artist is actually not good, those songs that are fucking terrible will be the ones that their fans think are the best. Mm -hmm. If you were sitting there listening to a Madonna album track by track, somehow managed to get into the groove on some song, they'd probably reach over and skip it back to like a virgin because they want to hear that one again. That's a Madonna fan. I want to hear the hit again. Because she didn't really make albums. You just want to go watch the video of her rolling around in the dress on the MTV Video Music Awards. Nothing else. There's no B-sides that anybody's going, oh, I love that fucking Madonna song. They don't exist. Back then, too, all I ever read was like music and movies and the book and the documentary. Wait, about Madonna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like uh, uh, a sex book. Every, yeah, yeah. What documentary? Was it a sex documentary? No, yeah, exactly. it was the same one. Yeah, it was, well, not a documentary. It was like a film A porno? Yeah, probably. Where I did you see I this did not at? Watch it. Where did you see it? I was it? too young. I okay. couldn't watch it, dude. I would have loved to probably when I was- I saw like a side uh, nipple. The pop-up came up and it was like, are you 18? And you're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> dude, no, <laughs> no, no, it didn't exist. Like the internet didn't exist. So there was no clicking. I had to have I would have had to go rent it or something or buy it. I would have had to have mailed a check-in at the bottom of the magazine. I wasn't going to do that. I was going to say is everyone just talks about how hard she works. It even back. Who? I don't know. Dumb people like, oh, Madonna, the hardest working woman. She always has been. Blah, blah, blah. What? Yeah. I've never heard anyone talk about her work shit, ethic. Dude, that's all I've heard. This and that and movies and I don't know. I love how if you were to look at any clickbait article about this woman's career, top 10 points in Madonna's career, guarantee you number one or number two is just literally going to be her rolling around on a stage in a dress. Change the world, man. Change the world. She is one of those people when you search an artist and you people listen to this, you know what I'm talking about. There's plenty of artists. You don't want to listen to the fucking album. Did you know that Like a Virgin was originally written from a man's perspective? Written by a man from the man's perspective. Oh, that's weird. It is very weird. Go back and listen to the song. Like a Virgin. Wrote this song about some stuff that he was going through in his own is life. This like Leonard Cohen write it? Like a Virgin. What's great is is that he really meant it. Madonna's version of it, there's a lot of uh, double entendre going on. You know, right. Like it can yes. mean different things. I know what this, double entendre is, thank you. Well, sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think this guy just meant it. I think this is just a sincere love song that this guy wrote. I wanna hear his version. Oh my God, we gotta find it. Like a virgin. Cutting in here, Mark and I recorded the meat of the two Madonna episodes that you've been listening to many months ago. So we've got to cut in a few places. This probably won't be the last time. Can't believe I didn't think to do this before the recording of the main body of the episode, but...
demo version is hilarious. Oh, God. Uh, written by Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg. Sorry if I'm not saying these guys' names right. Demo version. It's one of these guys, or both of them, I don't know, singing in a falsetto, obviously trying to do some sort of Prince kind of thing. Woo! I think it sounds kind of like Ween. Yeah. There's no telling how this song originally sounded. I want to know. Yeah. It still sounds very sincere. They mean it, I think. Yeah, it's not bad. I think it's a terrible song myself. No, I'm saying in comparison to what comes out later. Oh, they definitely sing better than Madonna. Yeah. No joke. Maybe Ween should cover it. Every Ween song has better singing on it than every Madonna song. No question. Uh-huh. But yeah, why does Madonna have to come in and do some weird shit with this song? It's totally strange. We also found a video of Billy performing the song. I got to assume close to how it was originally written just him with an acoustic guitar i want to believe that that is how the song was originally written but unfortunately with that comes a level of cringe that is off the charts You said, what is it like a Leonard Cohen version? You were pretty oh, close. By the way, it is. You were pretty <laughs> close, man. I mean, it's kind of it's more. practically Leonard Cohen. It's kind of more like a Paul Simon version. But honestly, Paul Simon's a little bit too much of a smart ass for how this comes off when this guy performs it. I think Cohen is probably yeah. better. Yeah. As far as the weight given yes. to the words, basically a Leonard Cohen yeah. delivery of the lines. But it's, uh, man, it's like a virgin. He means it so, again, I'm pretty sure this is a bad song because of how much he means it and the words are not good. I, I don't deal with cringy things like that very well. Watching that was like, if there was a button that was, I could crawl up into a ball and you could launch me into space, I'd be jamming on that button the whole time. The audience laughs at him. Yeah. The audience laughs at him. He's very serious. He's not smiling at all while he's singing this until the audience laughs at him and then he kind of gets this like, yeah, I guess it's funny. Right. You've got to laugh to keep from crying sort of situation <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's not comfortable it's hard to watch that to me is like pure torture i think you're supposed to be gentle with virgins is the thing <laughs> and they are not gentle with him to say the least no, no it, it actually completely changes if that is the way that it was written it changes the whole dynamic of the song the lyrics actually i think almost means something different completely oh yeah you know what i mean like the way he wrote this song it's a dude having his macho wall broken down by love is kind of what it right. sounds yes. like maybe yeah. didn't know how lost i was until i found you you made me feel shiny and new you make me strong you make me bold your love thought out what was scared and cold I don't know what happened to this guy. But when you see him play it with an acoustic guitar, it's a different. Those lyrics mean something different. Yeah, it's just. This guy might have written this after losing his virginity. <laughs> I know he was an old guy, but 
That's a fucking helicopter, huh? Yeah, third, loud. That's the third one that's come over today. It's a military helicopter. What are they doing? They always fly over the city at night. That seems fine. I don't know. I think this guy has really tender feelings about an experience that he had with someone. And the way Madonna sings it, it's just <laughs> not it's just not like that. Not at all. Yeah, maybe we should find him an interview and ask him. I want to know. No. What's he going to say, man? No, I fucking, I, I hate the thing that made me more money than anything in the world. I hate this song that I never had to work another day for the rest of my life. There wasn't really anything sexy about it. It was just a guy singing about his feelings and stuff. Uh, but if you ask Quentin Tarantino, this is a song about Madonna fucking a guy with a really big dick. Yeah, yeah. He does these cameos in his movies, does these rants that incels think are way more insightful than they actually are. God, yeah, yeah. The Top Gun is homoerotic rant. Yeah, we all watch Top Gun 2. You're not the only one who got hard, <laughs> you fucking dork. He's got one in Reservoir Dogs about like a virgin. It's about a girl who fucked a guy whose dick is so big that it hurt her. Like a virgin. He apparently subscribes to the, again, incel theory that a vagina gets looser the more a woman has sex. What would happen to a woman once she gave birth to a baby? It's just over at that point? That does demolish a vagina. Yeah, but it can come back. It bounces does back. It bounce back? It bounces back. Okay. Should you be talking about this? Well, no. Okay. <laughs> so the song, according to Quentin, is she hooks up with a dude who's strapped, splits her down the middle, I guess. She's fucking Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati. When was the last time anyone went back and listened to Like a Virgin? You just remember that part. Like a virgin. Hey, there's a bass synth non-stop. It never stops. And it's not even doing anything good. It's the focal point of the entire song. It's not doing anything interesting. Although a lot of people would say this is one of my favorite Madonna songs. When they listen to the Greatest Hits album, because that's all they're listening to, they actually skip that song. Who wants to listen to it? Who actually wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, I'm going to have some coffee and listen to Madonna's Like a Virgin. I have no idea, man. Nobody. It's so monotonous. I don't believe you. If you told me that you did, I wouldn't believe you. Well, you can tell that Billie Jean had been a huge hit recently with that bass line and that they were trying to go for a Billie Jean type bass line, but they forgot to write a good one. Yeah. And so they just have it pulsing insistently away throughout the entire song, but there's no, play this melody on a piano. Play this melody on a piano in single notes. Tell me what it sounds like. It mm -hmm. sounds dumb. Um, go back and listen to Material Girl. That to me actually sounds like a Cyndi Lauper song. That song sounds like it's playing at the wrong speed. I think they put her vocals at a different speed than what they really are. I think whoever wrote that song fucked up giving it to Madonna. It would have been a way better. She hates it. Then she she just relinquished it to Cyndi Lauper. I feel like she would crush that. That's like right in her world, like in her wheelhouse. Well, we should talk about fashion right now. Madonna fucked fashion for a very long time. The fashion that people wore? Well, yeah, you know, sometimes I just feel like wearing three different shades of denim, 47 different types of hair tie on my arms, and three doilies in my hair. Yeah, yeah I remember. You don't remember this shit? I, no, I do. I definitely do. I also remember the hair thing when it was- Like a side ponytail shit. on the top of your fucking yeah. head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hair sprayed to oblivion aquanet, motherfucker. Dude, the part in uh, that fucking Ben Steeler movie when he's like- Yeah, something about me. Yeah, but that's how they actually wore their yep. hair on purpose because of Madonna. Well, and Flock of Seagulls, yeah. Girls wore it more though because of Madonna in the 80s. That female Michael Jackson thing, like a prayer, because Madonna has a girl boner for similes, I think. We're now talking about like a prayer. I was just trying, I couldn't get the song in my head for a second. I got it now. You got to think about the music video to get the song. Uh-huh. I was actually, that's how I did yeah, it. The burning crosses, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. black guy who gets framed for yep. a murderer, like I think. A dream. 
Uh-huh. Which doesn't really make sense for the song. Again, this is very clearly Madonna's attempt to do some huge, epic Michael Jackson-style song and video thing. 100%. Go listen to Michael Jackson and then come back and listen to this. And there's a huge With the, difference. With uh, the choir singing. Listen to Like a Prayer on its own just as a song. Awful. It does not hold up. There's this extended intro thing where the momentum drops out a couple times. Then once the song actually gets going, there's no payoff. Nothing here. There's sort of a this song's about to happen section and then a the song is now happening section. The best singing in the whole song isn't even her. The choir. Yeah. There's one lady in the song that's just wailing. It's not Madonna. And that's about it. Half the song drops out and a gospel choir takes over, which if that's supposed to be the cool part, I guess. It is. It is the cool part. They win. Maybe just let them do a whole song. The best version of that song is just take Madonna out. Yup. Nothing worse when it's the person that ruins the song. I know. How often does that happen? That happens all the time. You want to get out of the way of the song. That's what everyone knows. You start with a great song. All you have to do is not fuck it up. And every time Madonna walks in the room, this shit's getting fucked up. Could have been a great song. She's about to piss all over it. I feel like at the end of the night when she leaves the studio, the engineer and the producer look at each other and start crying, holding each other like, what happened? Here's something that really freaks me out. We already talked about this. We talked about the possibility that Madonna knows that she's not a good singer. There's always the other possibility, which scares the shit out of me. She doesn't. Yeah, when someone thinks they're great and yeah. they're terrible at what they're doing. That is the worst. I honestly have no problem with an entertainer who knows they're getting away with essentially scamming everyone. Really freaks me out when someone who has no talent whatsoever starts peacocking like they're the fucking best. Mm -hmm. There's some letter that Madonna's supposed to have written in the 90s. It was sold in an auction. This is right after she put out that stupid sex book you'd mentioned. So everyone was making fun of her because it had pictures of her banging vanilla ice in it and shit. I don't know what the fuck you thought was going to happen when you showed everyone pictures of vanilla ice thrown it in from the back. But it's art. She's complaining to whoever this letter is about how, quote, Maybe this is what black people felt like when Elvis Presley got huge. It's so unequivocally frustrating to read that Whitney Houston has the music career I wish I had, and Sharon Stone has the film career I'll never have. Not because I want to be these women, because I'd rather die. But they're so horribly mediocre, and they're always being held up as paragons of virtue and some sort of measuring stick to humiliate me. Everything I do is so original and unique, and I put so much of myself into it, end quote, blah, 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 blah. I mean, can you believe that? She thinks this. It sounds like a parody to me. That sounds like a true parody. She literally wrote, when Sharon Stone gets good reviews, when Whitney Houston gets good reviews, it's because people want to make me feel bad. What fucking planet is this, man? Planet narcissist. What? I, so I need someone to explain the gravity to me on this planet because I'm not used to walking around here. I don't know what any of this is. Way, way, way over the top planet narcissism, dude. Believing that people care that deeply I'm gonna about I'm going to go ahead you. and assume that anyone who would write that is definitely going to listen to this because it's got their name in the title. So Madonna, how's it going? <laughs> you got problems. Let's talk. Shit. That's all you. You can talk to her. I'm going to be the friend right now that you need and you don't have. <laughs> if you read a good review of a Whitney Houston album and it makes you feel bad about yourself. Don't take it personal. Is because Whitney Houston has the voice that you should have for any of the other stuff that's happened in your life to happen. When you read a review of Sharon Stone, a good review, it's because she has the acting ability that you should have. If you're going to take money from people to act in major motion pictures. It's the hard truth. You read a review of women who are good 
good at their jobs and it makes you feel bad because you're bad at your job. That has nothing to do with them. Also, you can just fucking mail me a check. I'm your therapist now. I was going to say, then they also have the fortitude to say that it's somehow directed at you or something. That's like crazy. You deserve every ounce of the imposter syndrome that you have. Yeah, holy shit. You do. And if people feel like this is harsh right now, we're talking to the person who referenced herself over 70, 70, 70 times in a eulogy to Aretha Franklin. If I'm ever giving a eulogy to Aretha Franklin and I mention myself more than uh, twice. Yeah, did you get the quote from Cynthia Arrivo? I think is how you say her name. Go for it. And I quote, Madonna makes the life and works of Aretha Franklin about herself and her rise to fame. Heart was nowhere to be found. Ego and privilege reign supreme. Damn. I don't understand how this woman has defenders in the year 2018. That's the thing, though, too, is nobody realized that before. Who should we have talk about it with? A Madonna? Madonna's the one that you think is the best choice? I can make a list for you right now of highly influential people who all would go to bat for Madonna's entire career. It's stupid. I'm not going to do it on this microphone, but I can do it off this microphone. It would blow your mind. Dumb. I love how everyone acts like the Ray of Light album is some triumph in this woman's career. I, we've got to talk about this, right? Because everyone... I was alive when this happened you were oh yeah you remember when this came out oh yeah i absolutely remember it ray of light for madonna is like uh zootopia for you too zuropa sorry i would think it's worse well i'm just saying like uh bands that were lost in some sort of weird like they lost their way or something they got praised for all this embracing technology basically right yeah yeah yeah. zuropa was 93 pop was 97 for you too kind of does make sense ray of light was 98 yeah pop again like another look at the technology i was in the demographic that everything is marketed to. Everyone that I know did not like this. We were all confused about why it got popular at the time. Mm -hmm. The title track, Ray of Light, is actually torture. I don't know how anyone could listen to the entirety of the title track. Her voice is so terrible in this song. The producer even talks about how he made her sing at the upper limits of her register to get the vibe sounding that way. It's not enjoyable. The beat sounds like some shit that Kraftwerk would have come up with when they were still trying to figure out what to name their fucking band. There's a lot of sounds happening. There's a lot of individual noises, you know, layers of very simple samples. It's very simple melodies all layered. If this was the only electronic music you'd ever heard, you'd be one of those people who is always saying dumb shit like you can only make real music with guitars. I think that for a lot of people, this is maybe the only electronic music that they've ever heard. So they think that this is what electronic music is. That ain't real music because they heard this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what house is. Oh God, these poor people. I wonder how many people this album like ruined music for. You know, at some point, some people will listen to so much music. Yeah. They just start listening to NPR and Rush Limbaugh on the radio. They only listen to talk radio, which this is great for us. Yeah. Love it. Maybe Ray of Light paved the way for podcasts. Thank you. Because, yeah. If this is music, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. I fold. This is great. She actually helped launch the idea for podcasts even in the late 90s. I've seen people act like Madonna helped launch some trend with this album. Like she was an early adopter of Electronica. Oh, no but way. Fatboy Slim's first single had been a hit a full year early. The Rockefeller Skank dropped four months after the Ray of Light album. Do you remember the Rockefeller Skank, Mark? I'm giving on 98. Moby, all sorts what of shit. What were Stereo MCs doing the entire time? I mean, there has been a dance music charts in this country since, what, the fucking 70s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's quite literally been a number one dance song in America every single day yeah. for maybe half a century at this point. So we should probably stop acting like Christopher Columbus. I mean, Madonna is the first person to yeah. do this. 100% did not pave the way for it. I gotta think that if you were into electronic music... 
oh. and this you would have oh. been pissed. Oh, I would have been mad. Because if, yeah, if this is your first exposure to electronic music, for sure you probably never listen to electronic music ever again. Like I said, you may never actually listen to music ever again. Yeah. You certainly don't listen to electronic music ever again if this is what you think it is. So everyone out there making electronic music is probably like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. That sucks. Yeah, imagine if your entire culture became represented by someone who was not even a part of your culture. Oh, what are you doing over here? I'm going to do this. The Ray of Light album is car commercial music. This is music that you will hear in a car commercial. For some reason, it just goes back. I parallel this in my head with you two so much, and I don't know why. This is music for people who have sex while listening to Bjork. Oh, God, no. <laughs> If you found out that your parents fucked to Ray of Light and that's how you were conceived, this lady needs to keep all this new age bullshit to herself, I think, probably, man. I don't really You don't wear uh, your little red string in your hand? I'm good on crystals, too, you know? Don't need any. Can you imagine having to take pronunciation lessons to go back and correct the Sanskrit you decided to put in your song without knowing how to say it? Because that's <laughs> something Madonna had to do. I love it. That's great. To learn how to say the words that yeah. she put in her song. Hey, lady, probably shouldn't be speaking languages that you don't. No. That's I love that. I actually love that. That to me is like people that get Chinese symbols on their oh. body and can't say the word. Oh. I'll tell you what it means in English. You know, love, happy, peace, whatever. Even though it means like fish fry or something. It means white person. I didn't ask you what the word meant. I asked you what the word was. I want to start asking that. Not what it means. Yes. Well, how do you say, say it. it? Say the word. Do it. Say, say the, the word. word. You have it on your body. You ought to be able to say it. I think. <laughs> I Unless you're a terrible white person. I can't say the word. I could say all the words on my body. I would. Would love to know how many Madonna fans complain on the internet every day about cultural appropriation. That's the same shit. Guarantee you there are so many people who are rocking out to Madonna, tweet storming away about cultural appropriation right fucking now with zero self-awareness. Not catching the uh, correlation there. I don't know if we even really have a outline for the rest of this episode. There's so much more that we've got to talk well, about. Even if we skip over some, I don't know. There's way too much to get even half of it in this episode. Again, when you lack musical ability, your publicist ends up saying shit like they love it when people hate you. And you end up doing crazy shit to get people to hate you. This is a woman who's been acting like she's out of her mind for nearly 40 motherfucking years at this point. I think that's a fair question. Is Madonna losing her mind? It's like Kanye. Is Kanye crazy or is he really fucking good at getting everyone to never stop talking about him? Yeah. Is he crazy or is he really fucking good at this? Right. I don't know. I'm going to say crazy shit to just stay in the zeitgeist. I do know that Madonna has been involved in as many celebrity shit talk sessions as any other celebrity that I can think of. Mm -hmm. Maybe more than Lou Reed, honestly, and he's a legend in this field. Jackie Onassis, Jackie fucking Onassis called Madonna, quote, a crass social climber and a tramp, end quote. Again, this is a woman who has a quote from Jackie Onassis even talking about her. So first of all, yeah. shout out, respect. I would love to have a quote of Jackie O calling me a piece of shit. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. That's actually a plus one for Madonna. Yes. Point for Madonna. Crass social climber. Mm. That's pretty brutal. Well, especially when Jackie O is saying that yeah. about you. I would love to have Jackie O call me a crass social climber, <laughs> I dude. I would get that tattooed would, on me. I was just going to say, yes. that is for sure tattooed. I, I would get crass social climber tattooed across my stomach in the Tupac font. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And that quote came after JFK Jr. brought Madonna home. Pretty sure he was married at the time. Pretty sure. This shit gets messy, you know? One time Madonna tried to fuck Antonio Banderas while he was married. Married, but it didn't happen, so Madonna said he probably had a small dick. Uh. 
Sandra Bernhardt was friends with Madonna after they were no longer friends as she felt used by her. They both trashed each other a lot in the press. One of the things that Sandra said was that the reason Madonna dyes her hair so much is that she doesn't know who she is and she's trying to steal other people's identities. I mean, this is kind of the underlying thing we've been saying the whole time. No, I, I'm not picking up on that at all. This sounds entirely out of character for yeah. Madonna. Yeah, I know. If you think about her core person, who she really is, yeah, it doesn't sound like anything she would do. It doesn't sound like her at all. I feel like I really know who Madonna is as a person. Like, I get her, and I can't wait for her to get back in touch with her roots. <laughs> Roots. Hair dye, hair roots. Yeah, I can't wait for her to get back in touch with her hair Jesus. roots. Um, what do you think it is that made Madonna say yes to being an actor? We're not talking about acting. Why not? Can't do the acting thing. We're not I hated her in every money. Money? Well, no, I would say money, of course, is always in the background. Well, and also I think it was another way to move up the food chain. Not just in the singer. I'm an entertainer. I'm in movies now. This is one of those, those things that makes me think that she knew that she wasn't ever a good singer. That's why you would say yes to acting is, well, I'm making millions of dollars as a singer and I'm not good at that. So I should probably say yes to acting because people make a lot of money doing that. And maybe you don't have to be good at that either. And she never was. Not even close. Never Ever, ever, ever was even a little bit good at acting to the degree that she's won many Razzie Awards. If anyone doesn't know what that is, look it up. I don't have time. Including one for Worst Actress of the Century. For which one in particular? In All of her entire career. Oh, okay. Madonna, Worst Actress of the Century. And I want to be very clear here. That means that they thought Madonna was worse than Bo Derek in Bolero and Tarzan. Worse than Brooke Shields in The Blue Lagoon. Somehow worse than Pia Zadora in everything, but only the real weirdos even know who that is. If you haven't ever seen Butterfly, starring the immortal Stacey Keach, it is a classic incest movie that you just have to see. This means that they think she's worse than Elizabeth Berkley in Showgirls. That's fair. Elizabeth Berkley in Showgirls is fantastic. And here's the thing. Madonna got this award, Worst Actress of the Century, two years before she was in what is unquestionably the worst movie of her career, Swept Away, directed by her then-husband, Guy Ritchie. It is unwatchable. And it came out two years after she won the award for Worst Actress of the Century. Because she was in... I didn't realize this is in a shit ton of movies. I got a list. Desperately Seeking Susan. Dick Tracy. She's in Shadows and Fog. That's a Woody That's Allen movie. A, a League, League of Their, of their own, own, of course. Yeah. yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Here's the thing. Dick Tracy came out in 1990, so I don't know how old I was. 10 or 11, something. I loved that movie. Wow. No one liked that movie. I was fucking 10. You're not, not exactly high standards for movies. But even then... Even as a kid, I could recognize how bad she was in that movie. I even remember thinking, I wonder if that's just like what her character is supposed to be because it's so disjointed. It's barely acting. That to me, although she is really bad in A League of Her Own, because I remember she sticks out in that movie yeah. too, as being bad. The reading lessons, yeah. There's actual real actors and actresses in it. It's a very good movie. It's awesome. And I just remember when I was looking through this, like, man, she really actually did suck in Dick Tracy. Oh, yeah. Really fucking bad. She's a bummer. And she's bad in every other movie. The problem with a lot of movies that she's in is that she's also got a song on the soundtrack of it. It always ends up in a whole thing always she did the bond song die another day she was in it 
too. Elton John called it the worst Bond song ever, and then they had a fucking fight over it. <laughs> he was right. She made a dubstep Bond song. That's right, she did. We got to talk about the makeout sessions. Oh, with Drake? That's uh, so gross. I can't. Well, first with Britney and Christina, which, by the way, how terrible is it for Xena that she's got to be the second one? <laughs> Madonna and Britney make out, and everyone's like, holy shit, Madonna just kissed Britney's beers. Christina Aguilera is also standing on stage. Madonna has now also kissed Christina Aguilera. I just don't like watching people kiss. It's gross. Kissing is pretty stupid. I think we've gone over that. But it's gross. Kissing is gross. That's super gross. Two girls kissing their grandmother. Well, that one, she was within age boundaries then, I think. But when she made out with Drake, that was- within age boundaries? I don't know, like 30 years. But if- Holy shit. Dude, you don't know my life. No shit. The Drake one? That's gross. Way over the line, man. And he agrees with me for sure, because I saw the look on his fucking face right after he got away from the lip lock. He literally mouthed the words, what the fuck? He did. He goes, what the fuck? <laughs> also, if that was, if the roles are reversed, that doesn't work. That's just nasty. Why didn't she tell him she was, she obviously did not tell him that she was going to do that. I doubt that it was spontaneous. This is where I wish we had a visual aspect to our podcast. Everyone, if you haven't seen these things, you need to go look at them. Kind of got a little sad when we were talking earlier about it. It is kind of sad that she doesn't seem to be able to figure out a way to stay relevant other than doing these things. Make out with Drake. Dude, right now, if you Google Madonna, she's still in the news every day for dumb shit. I guarantee you. You don't have to scroll very far to find some dumbass shit. It's her only strategy. You want me to Google? Look it. I'm actually going to Google Madonna as we're sitting here. She's just stuck on this. Dude, this is from a week ago. Just look at that picture of her. Oh, yeah. That's that's offensive. What the right? fuck, dude? Are you serious? She's dressed like a Sherpa. It's so... She's just an asshole. She looks like she's going to climb Everest for you. And it was already sad to pull that faux lesbian makeout shit with Britney and Christina. The same bit with Drake 15 years later. This is why when researchers go to college campuses and ask people what they think about Madonna, they use words like embarrassing. You know, mm -hmm. don't do this. This isn't how to stay relevant. And actually, it's not relevant to the way that the world is now. You're not shocking anymore at all. This is not interesting anymore. It's fucking tired. No, and at some point, you're just the old person. It is reaching so hard for relevance. The old person who dyes their hair orange. Yeah. What's up? I'm so cool. Look, this is just a reality for all of us in life. You're going to get old. Or I hope you do and you don't die young. You're going to get old. Age gracefully. My God. Picking fights with people when you're in your 60s. Starting beef with other celebrities or try to do something outrageous to get a headline. So dumb. Cut in to address the latest issues with Madonna. <laughs> so she's got a new album out by the time you hear this. It's called Madam X. And something that we talk about a lot on this show is when music writers and reviewers specifically give an album a great rating, even though they clearly hate it. The Guardian's review, The Guardian is a media outlet from the UK. Big one. Big media outlet. Here's a quote from The Guardian's review. They call it one of her most bizarre and sprawling albums, quote, and features some of her worst ever music, end quote. <laughs> they give this album four out of five stars, and that phrase is in the review. I don't un What is... That's why this podcast exists, though. We actually say how we really feel about things. What is wrong with the world? I think that's just fear of repercussion from a publicist or some bullshit. 
Because you know she's got some really powerful people around her that are like, we're sending you this CD. You better not shit on it. She's got so much money and undeserved clout at this point. I'm honestly looking forward to seeing who. This is why you actually read the reviews. You don't just look at the star rating. It's like buying something on Amazon that has got five stars. But you go and read the review. Musically, we've heard some of this album at this point. Uh, Mark and I have a lot of connections in the industry. You just don't fucking worry about it. Unfortunately. It doesn't it, actually really even sound like Madonna. No. It could literally be anybody. This is a Nelly Furtado album. I'm like a bird. Congratulations. You own the new Madonna album already. We know for a fact that it's been auto-tuned to hell and back. It literally could be her backup singer. At this point, she could be Millie Vanilli. She probably is Millie Vanilli. If it came out that she wasn't singing any of it anymore and it was somebody else, I would not be shocked. It would be like, yeah, of course. It's at least 50% a computer. At least. This is like Facetune times a billion, only it's your voice. I don't know if she even attempts to change the notes that she's singing. They probably just let auto-tune arpeggiate the shit out of it. At this point, they probably just have so much audio of her to get ingested in and just spit oh, out the- she's AI. Right, it's just AI. AI Madonna. Now they can make video of you from a single still frame. So right. no, I don't think it is is a flight of fancy. That's what I'm saying, sure. Why couldn't you do the same thing with audio? Only you have thousands of hours of her singing. Here's what everyone's going to talk about with this album. It's obviously not going to be the music. She's not breaking any new ground. She toured several countries and listened to the music that they had and is bringing that flavor to her new album. This is her MO. Soaks it up. Do it for me now. Right, yeah. And what they're going to talk about, the narrative is always going to be about is how she's... An activist. They're going to call her an activist is what they're going to do. First of all, that's not the case. She's only ever doing what she's only ever done, which is reference hot button issues. She figures out what everyone's upset about, references it, and that's it. Yeah. Just so that her name is in the fucking search results. This is say, It's like SEO. This is an SEO approach to creating art. Yeah. Sometimes she picks a side, but it's never more than her saying, I'm on this side of this particular social issue. That's not interesting. Every person with a smartphone is doing that right now. I'm on this side of this social issue. It's all you're going to read on Facebook right now. Everyone you know is Madonna. There's nothing special about this. And it's not going to move any needle an inch. Madonna isn't proposing solutions. She has no fix for any of these things. She was just on Eurovision and referenced the Israel-Palestine conflict references it putting the flags on two of her backup dancers and one of them's got a gas mask on what does that mean people don't look to madonna to change minds that guardian review of the album in the same paragraph where it talks about how this album has some of her worst music on it they quote these lyrics quote i'll be africa if africa is shut down i will be poor if the poor are humiliated I'll be a child if the children are exploited. I'll be Islam if Islam is hated. I'll be Israel if they're incarcerated. I'll be Native Indian if the Indian has been taken. Also, Native Indian, who the fuck says that? How many times did you spot the word I there? She's putting herself in... After every tragedy in America or the world, say America because it's where we live, if you go on Twitter, anytime anything bad happens... The worst people that you're ever going to read are the people that say, 
would such and such happen? I remember when I went through this bad thing. Who was the guy who posted a shirtless selfie the night of the shooting in Paris? It happens all the time. Do you remember that? Remember, you know, anytime someone dies. Thoughts and prayers to Paris. Here's me with my shirt off. Exactly. That happens a lot, though. Here's my modeling picture. She might as well be a lawyer. Did you get rear-ended? Here's my card. Call me. Yeah. She's an ambulance chaser, man. It's gross when people do that. It's not about- It's super gross. When people make it about them, it's gross. The Parkland shooting kid, she samples that girl's speech, the we call BS speech. It's a cool speech. Great speech. Sure. Power to that girl. Sure. But then Madonna goes and samples it. Again, if you go look at the lyrics of this song, it's called I Rise. First of all, I, (laughs) I rise. Right. And the word I is in it maybe a hundred times. I managed to survive. Freedom's what you choose to do with what's been done to you. Lady, it's real easy for you to talk about how much freedom you can have when you're a millionaire. (laughs) Sitting on that perch, real easy to have an opinion about. More lyrics. No one can hurt you now unless you want them to. I don't think that's true. No one can hurt you now unless you love them too. I don't even know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. It has no meaning whatsoever at any point. Because I'm going through it. Yeah, I know you there see you the tragic in it. It's about Madonna. This is really fucking her day up, you know? This is really turning into a problem for her. She's going through it, guys. She's going through it. Oh, further the conversation or shut the hell up. Yeah, seriously. Making it about yourself is the worst fucking thing that people do. It's so disgusting. All right, back to wherever the fuck we were in this episode. <laughs> so you remember Nipplegate with uh, Janet Jackson? Oh, how could I forget? Wardrobe malfunction thing. <laughs> malfunction. Heavy quotes. Back to, again, Madonna not being a decent fucking person and not supporting any of the shit that people constantly use her name like her brand stands for feminism or some shit. Madonna's take on that Janet Jackson thing was, quote, you don't have to show nipples to be interesting. It doesn't necessarily of mean- all. it do, of, of all of all fucking people. people. Quote, you don't have to show nipples to be interesting. It doesn't necessarily mean you're cutting edge if you do, right? End quote. Well, what the fuck was that sex book? Because <laughs> it's not good. It's not good art if you judge it by anything other than look at sex. I'm making you look at sex. That's been your whole fucking shtick for decades. Decades. The sex book, truth or dare video. So many of her videos were just overtly. What about the video for Bitch on Madonna? The song is literally, this song is like Bitch on Madonna. Who else could do that? And people would even not think it's. But like everyone is in this video, man. It's fucking painful. It's terrible. I can't believe Chris Rock is in this video. What is Chris Rock doing in this video? There had to have been, Chris Rock must have owed Madonna a hardcore favor. <laughs> she cleaned up something for him or yeah, something. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. know how the fuck Chris Rock ends up in this video without dead hooker in a trunk being a problem that needed solving at some point <laughs> or she was on his uh, short list of people to call when he needed help it's honestly like madonna decided to put as many celebrities as she could in a video so all the fans of each one of these celebrities would watch the video one time because that adds up but as we know all those people got a negative one with their fans yeah they took a hit everyone in the whole entire video which was a shit ton of people so yeah if you have an audience right now if you have a music career and madonna's people come Colin, say no. Tell them no. Tell them no. Say no. Because they just want to glom onto your shit and take whatever they can get from it and then peace off down the road. Your favorite band is Madonna. Your favorite band sucks. You are welcome for listening to Your Favorite Band Sucks. 
As you can hear, we put a lot of work into these last two episodes, so if you enjoyed it, go ahead and leave us a review wherever you listened. If this is one of the first episodes you've heard, I hope you'll subscribe wherever you listened. Whether you loved it or hated it, everything's more fun with friends, so make sure to go to yfbspod.com, grab a link to this episode, share it on your social media, and take a look at podcast merchandise while you're on the website. We've usually got t-shirts and stickers and pins and who knows what else right now. I did go back and look. I cannot figure out who the male celebrity is who uploaded a shirtless selfie to Instagram during the whole hashtag pray for Paris thing. It's possible this person's team got to work pretty fast to remove the post or bury any evidence of it. Who cares? We've all seen people vainly attach themselves to anything that's getting attention, even if that thing is a terrible tragedy. I will say, it was exhausting to do these two episodes, trying to capture a snapshot of how terrible Madonna is at any given point in history. It turns out it's very difficult. Half the things in these episodes will be overshadowed and rendered irrelevant by further desperate behavior on her part. Within probably a year, now she's running around in an eye patch, as if that's not gonna offend a ton of people. What if she was wearing a fake prosthetic leg? Someone asked her why the hell she's walking around in an eye patch, and she came up with this bullshit about it being a character, Madame X, who I guess is supposed to be a spy and not have any real identity. I'm sure you'd have a hard time figuring out the message there. Uh, quote, she's a spy. She's a secret agent. She travels the world. She changes her identity. She sleeps with one eye open, and she travels through the day with one eye shut. She's actually been wounded, so she's covering up one of her eyes. End quote. <laughs> The character that she's playing has actually been wounded, thus necessitating the wearing of an eye patch. Okay, I don't know. You see what I'm saying? This is impossible. I'm very excited to go back to ignoring Madonna, as I'd been happily doing since the 90s. As always, there's a chance we'll come back to any artist we feature on the show. I'm sincerely in no hurry to allow Madonna to occupy my thoughts again. No hurry at all. Absolutely no rush. And when this podcast comes back in two weeks... We'll be telling you exactly why, no rush, because rush sucks.